Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's an exercise tip. It has to do directly uh, with grip strength. So to improve your grip strength without adding more exercises to your workout program or without throwing paint on the Mona Lisa of something, someone who wrote a program for you. What I want you to do is on your last rep of your last set of deadlift, hold the weight for time. So rather than just put the barbell down to the ground on that last rep, on the last set of deadlift, hold that weight for as long as you can. You don't want to do it on every rep or every set because your hands are going to give up before the workout's over. That's why I want you to save it for the last rep of the last set. Okay, tip number two, something I am experimenting with. So uh, what I am experimenting with has to do with the fact that uh, I kind of tweaked my, I shouldn't say tweak, I gave a pretty good shot to my hamstring, my lower hamstring and my upper calf last week while I was running, a week ago to the day, so last Monday. Why? Because I am a complete and total idiot. So I have some nerve issues, I believe, in my right calf, uh, going up from my femoral head all the way down to my foot, aka then my knee to my foot. So my leg was completely and totally cramped. I couldn't flex my ankle, I couldn't move my toes, whatever. Anyway, I still decided to run like an idiot with the crew. Uh, we were doing a flying 30. At about the 20-yard uh, mark of the flying 30, I just felt like a, a snap in my knee. Uh, I felt a pop in my upper hamstring and in my calf all at the same time because I had no feeling, like I really couldn't feel much and I couldn't move my leg as it kept cramping. Anyway, I tweaked it. So what I decided to do to train around not through this injury, as I've decided to incorporate more prowler work. So when you're doing a prowler, it really your body is really more in the position of an accelerative start, so like in the acceleration mode. And when you're in the acceleration mode of running, you're using less eccentric force on your hamstring. Most people will tear their hamstrings when they're in that full speed mode, meaning when they've stood upright. So when you're sprinting, you start out in acceleration mode, your body's at a 45 degree angle. Guys who train with me know we work on those starts all the time. The first 10, we're in that 45 or we're trying to run hill and downhill and bite the 10. And then as you get through the 20 yard line, that's when you stand up and you're running upright. Most hamstring injuries occur when you're in the upright position because now you're putting all of this eccentric stress on your hamstring and then guys will overstride and that's when most of these problems occur. Having said that, I'm able to effectively get quote unquote sprinting mechanics in by using a prowler more. So uh, it's been great. Guys, thank you for bearing with me because I've taken a couple other guys along with me on this journey. So they've been doing a lot more sprint-based work with a prowler. For those of you saying, well, prowler, what's the sprint part? Well, you're really, you're sprinting because the, the weight on the prowler we're using is much lighter than we do in our tough man sessions. Give it a try, but it's a great way to, I'd say, keep guys in shape on your team. If they blow out a hamstring, use a prowler. Okay, tip number three, a quote that I've been thinking about. This comes from Mark Twain. He says, the two most important days of your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Wow, that is powerful stuff. I'll say it again. The two most important days of your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Guys in our group, guys with their mission statements, I, I hope you find out why you're born, man. It is a glorious day. I'm still looking for mine. Okay, uh, tip number four, a book that I'm reading that is moving me. I got it from, it was gifted to me, or I borrowed it from the great Joe Sarno. It's called The Go-Giver. So we've all heard the term go-getter. Well, this book is called The Go-Giver. And if, if you're quite astute, you may figure out already what the book's about, but I'll tell you. So rather than, I always say in the world, there's two types of people. There are makers and there are takers. This book is really about 
making and giving to others. You should make that your priority. And if you give to others, then a lot more is going to come back to you. You know, and when somebody says, hey, man, you have this great talent. You can make, you can make a steal off of that talent. No, the, the, the opposite perspective is you have a great talent. What value can you bring to the world with this talent? And it was awesome to read the book because Joe gave me his personal copy. I got to see his notes, which was awesome. I got to get inside of his head. And it's uh, it's really cool because, you know, you, you, you see the, the Joe Sarno on the field, the big, tough maniac guy, you know, pushing everybody. And then you get to see the, 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 the other side of him, which was beautiful in the book. So I, I think not only reading, that's another great tip. If you could actually share a book with somebody with your own comments in it, uh, that is awesome, awesome stuff. Joe, thank you for gifting it to me. Okay, tip number five, a productivity tip. I got this one from, again, from Tim Ferriss. Back to New Year's resolutions. This really has nothing to do with a resolution, but at the beginning of the year, what you should do, if you value your time, which you should, uh, almost more than anything, I'd say time, attention, energy, those are your big three. If you value your time, what you should do at the beginning of the year is book all of your vacations for the year and then build the rest of your schedule around those vacations, right? He likes to call them like mini retirements. But again, at the beginning of the year, book all your vacations and then build your life around it. Don't build your life and then try and sneak vacations into it. Okay, tip number six, um, famous failures. I love to talk about failures who've made it big. This one has to do with uh, Dunkin' Donuts. So coming fresh off a cheat day. No, I did not have donuts. I don't. I try not to eat donuts on cheat day, but when I do, man, they are good. Anyway, Dunkin' Donuts, six of the first ten Dunkin' Donuts went bankrupt. If you are a math guru, that's 60% went bankrupt. The only thing that saved Dunkin' Donuts was their munchkins. They were supposed to be the part of the donut that was thrown away. And then someone had the brilliant idea, hey, why don't we sell this stuff? We'll make money on stuff we were throwing away. And that's actually what bailed out Dunkin' Donuts. All right, people. Good stuff. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by MicroSky, your one-stop shop for IT and computer services. Now, I've been a customer of these guys for years, and here's why. They make things easy. My computer had died. They came, picked up my computer, recovered all my data, and then set me up with a new computer in three days. Fully loaded, I just press the on button and I'm ready to go. Made my life super, super easy. Now, they don't only specialize in computer repair. They also specialize in cloud backup, data recovery, cybersecurity, and IT support plans. Do not be like me. Do not wait until your computer dies to get in touch with these guys. Visit microskyms.com slash contact. Microsky, that's S-K-Y-M-S dot com slash contact. If you want a free month of cloud backup, Make sure you put AT2020 in the referred by field in the contact form. Again, that's AT2020. Do not wait like I did. Contact them today.